She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's special Q&A episode. We get a lot of good questions from you guys, and today, Chantel will be answering some for you. Hi, I'm so excited to be with you guys. And so today we are talking about how to lose weight during the holidays. And that's right, you actually can lose weight during the holidays. I know a lot of people kind of already in their mind, they have this mindset like, I'm going to gain five pounds, I'm going to gain seven pounds during the holiday. Then in January, I'll lose, you know, lose it. And you can actually have a different mindset where you say, you know what, I'm going to actually lose a couple pounds. And you really can because today we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, you are feasting a little bit. So you have that a little bit of that feast famine type mentality that you can have. And that actually can help boost your metabolism. And I don't really like to use the word feast because when you think of feast, you think, hey, I'm going to be eating more than I want to. And I think there's a balance where you say, I can get to almost calling it full to feast. I mean, I'm sorry, full to famine, where you go, I'm going to I'm gonna get full, and then I'm going to do some uh, fasting. So I think we should call it full fasting, full fasting. So you're kind of alternating that, and you can actually lose weight during the holidays. Kind of my mentality is I eat in about a six-hour eating window. So I don't eat breakfast, and I start my eating window around 12 o'clock. So I'll have black coffee or cold brew coffee in the morning. And one of the things people say to me all the time is they say, I could never have a cup of coffee without cream. Like I can have coffee and I have to have cream, but I can't do it without cream. And if you have to put a little bit of cream to start, okay, that's a starting point, but that's not where you want to stay. And it actually makes a big difference. I have a friend of mine who started adding cream into her coffee because she just liked it so much better. And she really gained about seven pounds just from doing that, adding that cream and 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 sugar, a little bit of sugar and cream in our coffee. So it makes a big difference. But again, it goes back to that mentality where you say, you know what? I, I'm not going to love this coffee. So I'm actually, we just got this amazing cold brew kegerator. If you look on my Facebook page, you'll see it. So it's so awesome in my office. So whenever you want it, like a glass of cold brew and it's awesome. So Basically, one of the things that I say is that coming up with a plan where you can kind of alternate where you're doing a six-hour eating window, and you can do that for four days. I kind of call it the 4-1-1-1. So for four days, you're eating in a six-hour eating window. And then maybe one day, you're doing an eight-hour eating window. So maybe you go and you're having a party and you then eat from 12 to 8. And then the next day, maybe you do a full 24-hour fast where you don't eat at all for that 
full day. And then maybe another day that you pick that you are eating, but you're maybe just eating one meal for that day. So that for me is when I'm trying to lose weight. That kind of methodology of doing the 4-1-1-1 is where four days I'm eating in a six-hour eating window. One day I do an eight-hour kind of longer day fast, or maybe I'm eating three meals that day. And then another day where I'm just doing a 24-hour fast. And then one day I'm doing one meal for that day. And some people may might say, there's no way I could do 24 hours in a fast. Well, what I would suggest on that day, if you can't do um, a 24-hour fast, maybe just eating like, and I'm I'm not an advocate for counting calories. I never have been and I never do. But for those people who want to do, quote, a imitation of a fast, they're eating a very low protein, lots of just veggies, and only about 500 calories during that day. And what that does is it kind of is an imitation of a fasting day for you. So that's an alternative, but the ideal for us would be for you to do a 24-hour fast. And that little routine right there, if you think about it, like for Thanksgiving is a perfect example. I only ate our Thanksgiving Day meal. Like that was it. I didn't eat anything else for the rest of the day. And it's really not that hard to do that. You know, you just, I kind of had coffee in the morning. We actually ate around two or or three o'clock in the afternoon. And then that was it. That was kind of what I ate. And one of the things I've seen is that by changing things up, kind of like, you know, fasting, then maybe having a longer eating window, um, and then maybe, you know, being, you know, kind of that full and then a fast. Like, okay, I'm now I'm, I'm a full day, and then I'm kind of a fasting day where I'm eating in a smaller window, eating less. It really works. And if you keep changing it up, the people who I've seen, I I get a lot of things on my podcast where they're like, I did intermittent fasting. I lost 30 pounds. I still have another 10 pounds to go or 20 pounds to go, and I'm in a rut. And I always say, like, it's kind of like, okay, think about your workout, right? Like, if all you did was spin class and that's all you did, you'd probably lose weight and then you might get into a plateau, right? It's like that's all you do is spin class or all you do is the ab blaster or whatever the newest thing is. And honestly, the magic is in the change, right? It's not like that one diet, but but diet variation works because it drives, you know, it gets rid of that adaptation and your body adapts, right? And so you want to kind of change things up and it that's kind of the key to kind of doing kind of that up and down. And that's why you actually can get your mindset around, okay, let's lose weight. And, you know, right now I am doing a lot of cryotherapy and I don't know if you've heard of like cryotherapy and ice baths, but what does that do, right? It actually raises a growth hormone. And what it does is it, it's amazing things that happen because your body's like, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to die, right? Like kind of pretend, right? Like, and it does everything to survive. So it optimizes its hormones. And so 
it's that kind of change that happens that kind of reduces that inflammation. And, you know, our microbiome changes our gut bacteria when we fast. And so it's so, so good. And so many people have so many gut issues going on right now. And so even if you can do fasting, it's just such a great thing. And one of the things I encourage people to do is to join our intermittent fasting and OMAD fasting um, Facebook group and get people kind of get two or three people to do it with you because it it has to be where you have some people around you that can do it. And it's really good to do it on a busy day because I know for me, like I can't, if I don't have a lot going on that day, it's hard for me to just sit around and, you know, fast all day long. I don't know about you, but there's something really special about having a group that you can connect with, a group you can grow with, and a group that you can learn from. And that's why we created Connect in 40. It's essentially an online discussion platform where we bring in a powerful sermon and then also just talking about what we learned and how we can apply it to our own lives and how everyone is is growing together. And so you can join us for free on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, where we're going to essentially connect online for about 40 minutes, um, go through a sermon, um, and then have group discussions about how we can apply that to our life. It's really powerful and is a great way for you to connect with other believers if you don't have that community where you are. So join us for Connecting 40. You can join us for free. Just go to Connecting40.com. One of the things that I do that really helps me is increase my protein. And because protein helps you feel full like the day before and even if you're only doing a four-hour eating window or you're only doing one meal that day or whatever you're doing, meeting a lot of protein and, and healthy fats really helps me. The other thing that really helps me is not eating too many carbs. And I am not a fan of deprivation, but what I've learned is it's kind of like sugar begat sugar begat sugar begat sugar carbs begat sugar <laughs> carbs begat carbs begat carbs and so one of the things that I have to constantly look at is you know when I interview when I wrote my first book waste away I interviewed over thousands of women and I literally asked them what do you eat breakfast lunch and dinner and I will tell you the majority of the women, they ate something, you know, for for lunch, whatever it was, something small. And a lot of them for dinner, they didn't, they just had a protein and a vegetable for dinner. And it was like, they just picked whatever protein they were craving that night, whether it was shrimp or whether it was chicken or a steak or whatever. And then they had a non-starchy vegetable. And if they wanted a starchy vegetable, they really had it kind of more at lunchtime and something small. So they never deprived themselves. If they wanted French fries, they had one or two French fries, but they just didn't overdo it on the carbs. And I know for me, anytime I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't do strict keto or anything like that. But I know like right now I'm getting ready to, my grandmother is turning 100 years old. We're going to go celebrate her 100th year birthday. So that's really exciting. And, 
But at the same time, you know, I want to look my best for the party and all the pictures and stuff. So this week, I'm I'm not eating a lot of carbs. I'm still eating whatever I want. But today I had a salad with some grilled chicken on it and a like a vegetable soup. And then I'm depending if I want something tonight, it'll be something small, but it'll be a little bit of protein and a little bit of a vegetable. But it'll be what I'm craving and what I want. I'm just, you know, again, like if my son has fries on his plate, I might have one or two of them, but I'm not going to go crazy over them because I am kind of just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I don't want to have too many carbs. And so it's a matter of sugar is one of those things that I have to remind myself that when rats were tested, it's like if they had the choice between cocaine and sugar, they pick sugar. And so I have to be very, very careful with my sugar content. And so I just make decisions sometimes that I'm just not having any sugar at all. I'm figuring out some things that kind of satisfy me at the end of my meal. I might have a cup of coffee with some, you know, non-dairy cream or a little bit of cream for it kind of finishes my meal or I'll have some nuts or figuring out what can help me feel satisfied but I'm not having too much sugar because I know for myself, it's funny, I just did an episode on my continuous blood glucose monitor and I have one on right now. And you can go on my podcast and listen to that episode about the continuous blood glucose monitor. But if you think about it, Anytime I get my blood, and I don't have diabetes or anything like that, I just love wearing it so I can see what my blood sugar is. But if I get my blood sugar too high, forget it. I can tell you right now, as soon as it starts dropping, I'm going to want to eat everything but the kitchen sink. So I am a fan of just eating what I want within moderation, but really focusing on giving my body lots of protein and lots of vegetables for filling myself up. So for me, the number one thing that I can do at the holidays is mentally prepare. So I kind of listen to a lot of podcasts and things on weight loss and mindset and keeping myself where I need to be. But if I'm going to a party that I know that I'm going to be eating a lot of decadent foods, I make sure that earlier that day, I'm probably fasting. And then right before the party, let's say there's a party that I have to go to, I'm going to eat some kind of protein and some veggies right before the party, but I'm not going to get totally full, just a little bit to take the edge off. So I'm not so ravenous. I talk about in Waste Away. I talk about being hamster hungry. I had a friend when I was in elementary school, she had a bunch of hamsters and her hamsters ate their babies when she went on vacation. And it's so disgusting. But if you if you Google hamsters eating their babies, there's like 161,000 searches for it. Like this is this is a very common thing. It's so gross and it's so disgusting. But I always remind myself that I don't want to be hamster hungry, but I also don't want to go into the party full because then I'm like going into the party. Now I'm full and now I'm overeating because I'm I'm like, oh, I want to try this or that. So I just basically take something to take the edge off before that party, and it's a little bit of protein, a little bit of vegetables, something small 
maybe a little bit of nuts, that I'm feeling calm, I'm feeling fine, and then I can make wise decisions when I'm at that party. And then the number one thing is on my eating scale that I talk about is really getting yourself to the place where you're 80% full and you're waiting until you are, you're eating at a level 3.8 is what I say, but you're never passing four, which four is full. So getting to the place where you're not in getting into that mindset of like, one of the things that all the thin eaters always say is I don't like the feeling of being full. You have to get to that place where you go, I don't like the feeling of being full. I don't wanna be full. I don't wanna be stuffed. That's the mindset shift you have to get to. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.